You're listening to My Holistic Life, the happiness over everything podcast with your hosts, Den Shay Lee and Natasha McCray. Join the holistic nation and learn the secrets that will take you from fear of judgment and living down to other people's expectations to being free to live life on your own damn terms. By listening to this podcast, you can expect to experience radical self-love, orgasms for lunch, spontaneous trips and vacay, first-class everything, and upgrade your career, friends, and love. Increase self-confidence, elevated mood, and overflowing opportunities. Your friends will praise you. You will be blessed. And your hosts, Natasha McRae is a life coach and filmmaker. Pleasure is her mission. She believes every food experience should be a party in your mouth and that life should feel good. Natasha loves Korean dramas and kayaking. Den Shay Lee is a product development guru and self-care advocate. She loves to travel internationally and never turns down an invitation to enjoy nature. Den Shay believes life should be full of fun and orgasms. My Holistic Life can be found on Apple, Spotify, and other platforms where quality podcasts are found. Now get ready. It's time to put happiness over everything. All right, y'all. Here we are with another episode of My Holistic Life, and we got a special guest for you in the house. We're fangirling, just so you know what's up. (laughs) (laughs) We are bringing you the most amazing serial entrepreneur. If I read her bio, I would probably be doing her an injustice, but I want you to meet Leah Diaz and we are so happy to have you here. Man, I'm so happy to be here. It's like Taco (laughs) Tuesday in LA, the streets are buzzing and I'm doing the Holistic Life podcast. So it's all good. (laughs) Oh yes. Taco Tuesday at your place. You know, We follow you. We both follow you on IG and, you know, we've met in person once, but I'm looking at all the things that you were doing. And when we were thinking about, okay, who are we going to bring on when we talk about career and what you're doing in life? And we thought about you because Mm -hmm. you speak to our hearts of that multi-passionate woman. But I have a question. Yeah. I would love to know who is Leah Diaz? Like, when you introduce yourself to people or people are going to introduce you to someone, who are you? What do you tell them? Yeah, you know what? I feel like my identity is evolving all the time. But first and foremost, I'm a mother. Um, but secondly, I'm a hustler. I'm a business owner. Those two badges I wear very proudly. So when somebody asks who I am, I'm a mompreneur. I'm, I'm a mom and I'm an entrepreneur mixed into one. Mm, I love yeah. that. I love it. And you can't ignore that. And I think that's one of the things that we are attracted to because we see pictures of the kids and the kids are, mm-hmm. you know, at openings, helping you put things together. And we love yeah. seeing that. And yeah. we're about that balance, like that happiness over everything lifestyle. So it's not one sided. I love hearing that. That says a lot. That yeah, really does. Yeah. My kids are really the reason why I started all of this is because I wanted to be able to give them a head start in life. So to be able to have them come to my stores and understand the operations and, you know, to have my middle daughter, Kaylin, at photo shoots for the magazine, it's mm-hmm. being able to give them their first example. So I really, really cherish that. And what an amazing example. I mean, 
I'm just floored because I don't know <laughs> if many people know, and I got the, ex- I was blessed to hear you speak in person and kind of tell your story of like, you had a career that was similar to a nine to five before all of this. And maybe you could go into just a little bit about like what that career was. You said your kids were kind of like the catalyst, but like, how did you jump from a nine to fiver to the serial entrepreneur that you are? Yeah, that was a big deal for me because, you know, I went to school. I I have my degree in social work. I was working on a master's. That job was part of my identity, being a social worker. And I realized, you know, I looked up one day in the office. I'm like, man, I'm kind of mean. I'm kind of grumpy. I'm gaining weight. This is not, you know, I started to realize that I was doing it because I had to, not because I wanted to. And it was showing up in my work. And so and it was showing up in the way that I interacted with my friends and family. And so I had to do a self-evaluation of why do I show up like this? Why do I, you know, why am I that angry county worker? You know, I kind of turned into that person. And I took some time away and I really wrote down and I talked to God and I dug deep and tried to find out the things that I, I love doing. And it always came back to hair and it always came back to really transforming who I was physically because it really it was fun for me. I stopped doing those things, kind of being trapped in a, a job that wasn't fulfilling my purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So for the listeners, tell them what stores you're talking about and tell them <laughs> yeah. what you have, <laughs> what you have out in this universe with your name on it. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm really, really fortunate and blessed. So I started the Grow Cave LA. It started as an online hair store, an online product store. And then we kind of evolved into pop-up shops on Melrose. And then that turned into Mm. beauty supply stores in my neighborhood, Inglewood, and who my digital director is, Ashley Brown, her hometown of Compton. So that's my store. Yeah, uh I'm telling you. So we are getting ready to open our seventh location. And it blows my mind because getting ready to hit my sixth year in business, and I'm just like, I'm floored that we've been able to do the things that we've been able to do. It's just, it's wow. a good feeling. Yes. And then with the beauty supply stores um, came the opportunity to be on um, Married to Medicine. And I had that experience. And then I was able to purchase Hype Hair Magazine about seven months ago. Congratulations. <laughs> we know Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, every Black girl in America knows Hype Hair what? Magazine. Yes. We do. We like like to look. (laughs) Just get hype hair. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you know what? It's so interesting, like how that came about. Like the two things that I love to do the most are read and write and then also like hair. And it's just amazing that I got this publication that I get to write and I get to read and I get to do research and then I get to infuse hair into it. It's literally like the perfect marriage of who I am as a person. So yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> I love to hear somebody that is doing so much describe it as fun. I was just about to say the same thing to Shay. Okay. I was like, like, she's talking about it being fun. She's loving it. She's loving what she's doing. That is a big deal. And to be able to have examples, you know, for us to see, because yeah. there are other sides of the statistic when we're seeing a multi-passionate person live their life and do so much. And they're not always enjoying everything that they're doing. Would you say that you're enjoying all of it? 
Yes. Yeah, so globally, I love everything that I do. There's details about certain things that I don't love, right? Like I don't love the deadlines with the publication and I don't love the, the bookkeeping part about the beauty supply store. So mm-hmm. there's things that I don't love, mm-hmm. but when I look at big picture, 95% of the time I'm in my element, I'm in my zone and I'm doing something I love to do. So I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that 95 is like, that's big. That's huge. And that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. On our last episode, we did talk about that delegating aspect. So mm-hmm. with being a woman who is so multi-passionate, how do you delegate? How do you build your team? Well, I'll say this. It's been easy to build a support team. It's been hard to build a leadership team. Mm. And so when I say that, like I have a great employees that I call them beauty advisors in the stores and they just are really loyal and they're committed to the mission. I require a lot from the people that are right next to me. So I've had a lot of turnover with my leadership team, to be frankly honest. But yeah, it's just really like I take on a lot of stuff. And I rely on the people around me a lot. They say you can't mix business and family. Some of the people I rely on the most are my family. My sister's my attorney, but she processes in the business. And my dad is like an operations guy. So he does a lot of stuff in the business. And I just, I rely on them because I trust him. Mm-hmm. That's good. First mm-hmm. of all, I want to give a shout out to your beauty advisors. My daughter, yes, okay, <laughs> my daughter in 2021 graduated from high school. And she went from having more of like an upbringing that I thought she was going to become a professional dancer. And then she kind of switched it on me and got really into doing her own hair and makeup. And I had never let her dye her own hair or get it dyed, period. And for her birthday, she said, I want to dye my hair. And I was Mm -hmm. so freaked out. And I was like, do you want me to take you somewhere to dye your hair? Do we need to book the salon? We have auntie so-and-so, auntie da-da-da. And so she was like, no, I want to do it myself. And I said, I'm taking you to Girl Cave then. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Nowhere we else. get her together? Yes. I <laughs> yes. mean, okay, it was like good. a full-blown consultation. Well, do you have this? And do you have that? And this is how you mix this? And this is how you mix that? And only do a little bit of this? And I was like, yes, Savia. <laughs> I love it. And she I looked amazing. It. It. And it was fiery and beautiful Flawless. and healthy. Yes. Yeah. Man, stories like that make my day. Mm-hmm. So shout out to, to your support team because they are rocking it. Yes. I love it. That made my day. I love to hear it. So seven stores in six years. Mm-hmm. When do you know it's time for a new store? So I will say that most often we haven't built our stores from scratch. A lot of our locations, I would say half of them are acquisitions from store owners who kind of were ready to retire or hadn't really managed their business well. And we were kind of afforded the opportunity to purchase the store and turn it around. Nice. So I would say half the time, I'm not even really looking for the opportunity. It kind of just comes my way and I evaluate it. And if it makes sense, I try it. I've purchased stores from people and tried to turn it around and it hasn't worked. And then I've purchased stores from people and been able to turn it around and it it has worked. So I've just been fortunate that it's worked out more times than not. I guess that's what it is. (laughs) That is wonderful. So what do you, you know, I feel like it sounds like you have an organic approach to the work that you're doing or what does your vision board look like? You know, what is your vision, (laughs) your vision look like for, cause you're, you, you know, you build an empire, don't you Leah? Like, 
Like, I don't know if you use that I'm, word, but that's, you got an empire started over there. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm, my oldest is 17. She's getting ready to go to college. And I'm like, I know you love fashion, but let's do it with a spin of business so you can take some of this over and teach me something. Oh, I love that. So, yeah, so what does it so, look like for you? Like, I, I mean, that's beautiful, right? Man, if I close my eyes and I see myself in five years, Girl Cave LA has stores in every major city across the country. They're not necessarily owned and operated by me. They're franchise stores or other women who can break into this business. Hype Hair is on the same platform as Ebony, Essence, those major, major Black publications that everyone knows about. Mm -hmm. We're just on a different level. Mm -hmm. And it's more of a household name. Yeah, And that's what is on my vision board right now, just to get the message out so people can really know exactly what the Girl Cave LA and Hype Hair is. So getting the, the message out, I mean, I just, I love everything. I'm over here, just know that I'm over here on the edge of my seat. Like I'm not even sitting back. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my we're seat. Both because, in. <laughs> yeah, we're both leaned in. Like when you see the video of us, you'll just it. see like we leaned in. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Man, so what is that mission? Like getting the message out, who you serve. I know I've seen you post that you're taking over Inglewood. Like mm-hmm. you're, you know, in Inglewood, putting it on the map. But when we think of you and you want people to know you and your brand, what is that mission? What is that bigger mission? So it's big, right? And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm obviously a, a mother. I'm, a, I'm going through a divorce and been a wife for a long time. But really what I want women to see is that you don't have to be perfect to be successful because mm-hmm. I'm far from perfect. Oh, love that. And so when I think about like the people that work with me, work for me, like I really just want them to understand that life is not ideal. It's not perfect. There's storms, there's things that don't look good, but that doesn't take away from your ability to be successful and to be a winner. And so really that's when I wake up in the morning and I think of like the impression that I want to give people like that I'm authentic, I'm imperfect, but I'm still doing well and I'm still successful and that's what we talk about at the girl cave LA it doesn't have to be perfect but it can be beautiful you know what I mean yeah and that's what we tell people you don't have to look at a magazine cover or look at a magazine photo and think that that's what you have to look like as long as you're beautiful and you feel beautiful that's perfect that's perfection Mm. and yeah so that's that's what it is for me this is so good because then Shay and I were talking (laughs) about authenticity a while back and and we were saying how you really are very authentic and then she has a story that stood out to her well for me it was definitely being one of the women in the community who does rock extensions of all kinds and I remember Mm -hmm. a few years back you know you mentioned because what I remember when I first started shopping at girl cave is that you could go into the store and you can not see something that you want and you can say hey can you get this for me or can you Mm -hmm. stock this right and I can't remember the type of hair it was but I know it was something really popular and you put them on blast like they won't sell it to me right 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 yeah the shake and go account there was shake and go I'm like I know I used to wear mm -hmm. I can't remember because I stopped after you let us know that you couldn't. <laughs> I like struggled for a long time. Like, should I expose this? Yeah. 
And so in the beginning, I was like, well, you know, I'm a new business. I'm trying to get my footing. Obviously, they're not going to open up my account. I get it. I looked up three years later and I'm like, we're more successful than most stores in our area. Why can't we get an account? And um, it started to become a thing where customers just thought we weren't listening to them, Mm. right? Like they were asking for it and we just weren't stocking. And I'm like, you know what? We need to expose the company. And since then, they have tried to open our account, but now I don't want it anymore. (laughs) We don't need it. (laughs) They're just so difficult to work with. Yeah, exactly. Like if I've been able to open up seven stores without your hair account, I don't want it now. So, you know, it's that thing where, you know, it's not easy for us as Black women to kind of create opportunities for ourselves. And we were getting a bad rap from customers thinking we were just not being you know, mm-hmm. listening to their requests. And so I had to say something yeah. for sure. When you're yeah. having moments like that, what are, I'm just going to say overcome them for lack of better description. But when you're having those moments, you are on a trajectory, you know, there's this thing that you're doing, you're building this lifestyle for you and your children. And then these things happen. How do you process that and move through it? Because there's a lot of people who stop. Like stuff happens yeah. and they're like, oh, that's, you know, right. a glitch in the system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I do stop and I step away and I regroup because mm. I think sometimes when you take on things that are like negative from a perspective of trying to fight it, you don't become creative. Ooh, in finding that's real solution. And so, you know, sometimes I'm like a bull and when I don't get my way, I just want to like <laughs> ram the door. But I've learned that I get like a better result when I take myself out of it and kind of become creative with finding solutions. And that was what we did at the Girl Cave. You know, I would start it and I didn't have a lot of hair accounts, a lot of vendor accounts. And I would get angry. Why won't you sell to me? Like, why won't you work with me? I'm like banging my head against the wall and I'm not getting anywhere. So I started paying people that didn't look like me to go in and open up hair accounts Mm -hmm. for me. And then they would come into my store a month later and ask to speak to the owner and they wouldn't believe it was me, right? Because someone else went in with my credentials to open up mm-hmm. accounts. And so that's just one example of a way that I had to like shift who mm-hmm. I was because I'm such a strong personality to kind of be more strategic to get what I need. And so that's a nugget right there. Like yeah, shifting who you mm-hmm. recognizing, having the awareness to know who you are and how you're contributing to the door remaining closed, mm. taking a step back. Yeah. To say, I need to open a door, but it seems like I might have to pick the lock because I don't have the key. Come so that. let yep. me see. How can I maneuver this? And it's like you chose to go ask someone to help you open a door and pick the lock. Yeah. So that's just, mm-hmm. yep. I just love how your mind is working. Like you said, strategically. Mm-hmm. And it's, I have the goal. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give up on the goal, but I am going to take a step back and reassess. How can I get there? And maybe it's not by myself. Yeah. 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 That's so real. You know, I would love yeah. to know, we as women, we, we're we doing our things. We we can juggle. I think that's such yeah. a beautiful thing. On The, the average woman juggles, you know, and exceptional, exceptional mm-hmm. women like us juggle even more. With no hands. And <laughs> yeah, we juggle with no hands. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, I would love to know what are some of the things that you, in the midst of building, what are some of the things that you do for fun that you find joy in and that stand for your happiness? Mm-hmm. Like, what are some of those things? Mm-hmm. It's really only two things. I love to eat. (laughs) So I love to just take a break and kind of go to my favorite restaurants or try Mm -hmm. a new restaurant and travel. That's it for me. When I hit like a block, I'm like, okay, it's time for me to get out of town. I usually go away for a few (laughs) days. Yep. Yeah. 
come back and everything makes sense mm-hmm. after that. It does, <laughs> right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my self-care is definitely tied to cuisine. I love to try food. I love food experiences. I love new restaurants. Like that's anybody that knows me knows that if you want like the key to my heart, like find a new restaurant in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's you speak in our language. Yeah. That's our language right there. (laughs) Okay. That's our love language. Food and travel. Food and travel. And wine. (laughs) Yeah. Food, travel, wine. Yeah. Love language. (laughs) Seriously. That's it. That's it. So mine too. I was going to ask just to tag on to, I guess, kind of staying motivated or even tackling something so big. What made you or what tip would you give to someone or what thoughts do you have around entering an already saturated market like beauty supply stores? They're on every corner. They right up there with churches and liquor stores. So I know so many women in our whole nation are looking for like other streams of income are looking to get out of that nine to five into entrepreneurship. And like, what would you tell somebody who's going to choose something that seems like a saturated market? Yeah, I think that that's like a fake, what do they call it? Fake news. Like oversaturated market is like, that's fake news. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And everybody uses the common example of like a bread owl, but it's true. And you think of people that got into industries where people are already billionaires and uber successful and they didn't change. Like Kim Kardashian started Skims knowing Spanx was there and all, you know, Haynes and and Calvin Klein, Mm -hmm. she didn't care. And so for me and Inglewood, there's what, almost 80 beauty supply stores in just the city of Inglewood. And so I just had to find a way to set myself apart. And what that is for me is that I proclaim that I'm Black-owned. I'm the largest and the number one Black-owned beauty supply chain store in the country. And I just found a way to kind of like create a lane in a place that was already occupied. And that's what you have to do. You can get in the in the lane, but just don't copy anyone else. Mm. Find something that makes you unique and sets you apart. And for me, it's that we're black owned and operated. It's no other beauty supply store in Inglewood that kind of leads with that until we did it. We were the first mm. to do that. And so it makes us different and it makes us the first and it makes us unique and it makes our customers yeah. loyal. Mm. That's good. You know, mm. the the authenticity yeah. of standing in who you are and in your lane and leading with that unapologetically is a huge magnet. Yeah. You know, it's it's a magnet mm-hmm. and it makes people see and recognize where you can tell them, hey, we're here, we're here to stay and this is who we are and we're taking up space and it's mm-hmm. just showing up. That's the concept of showing up, you know, and I love that. I just. Yep, for sure. I would love to know because we're talking about tell all me. of this wonderful, <laughs> this the empire building and the living the lifestyle of just doing what you love. I, how you described hype hair of your writing and yeah. and hair and, you know, all of that sounds amazing. When were there times that you may have felt like you failed in business and what made you keep going? Every single business that I have from the bar and lounges to hype hair to the girl cave, I've made major mistakes, like costly, like reputation shaking mistakes. And what I do is I just remind myself of the mission. And I tell myself all the time, nothing is not fixable. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Like there's nothing that I can do as a business owner, as a mother, as a friend that I can't fix. So I really, really, really hold true to that. And so I've made, oh my God, I've, I've purchased stores with the Girl Cave LA that I shouldn't have purchased without doing my due diligence and and understanding what I was getting into, just kind of getting excited with the idea and not really doing my homework. I've done that. 
with Hypera, put the wrong stories in the magazine for the, you know, for the month. And it didn't really appeal to our demographic. And, and that cost us advertising dollars and it cost us click mm-hmm. dollars. With Champ City, the bar and lounges, I mean, I've made a lot of mistakes not structuring the the schedules and the, the team correctly. And we've had, a, you know, incidents. I mean, to be frankly honest, we've had incidents that nightclub owners don't mm-hmm. want to have. And so it's just learning from that. And then after you realize that you make a mistake, for me, it's finding like experts mm-hmm. to kind of help mm-hmm. me yeah. fix it. Like, you know, when we had major incident at Champ City, you know, I called the city of Inglewood. What can I do to fix this? They put the the chief of police on the phone with me and he helped me with some security issues we were having and just, you know, really going to the people that I know can help me and not just getting on the phone with my friends and venting about how horrible it can be because that gives me no space mm-hmm. to correct it. It's like, let me vent to the person that can fix it. So I've made mis- I'm, I made a mistake today, a huge banking error. I overdrew one of my business accounts, paid a huge tax bill from the wrong account and my accountant is trying to fix it in my bank. So I do little things all the time. And I just have to get up every morning and know that my job is to fix my problems. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. You just gave me goosebumps. You're just so comfortable being a no, problem I solver. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like you wake up like, I know I have problems. Good morning, problems. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, who wants to keep talking about it? We know it's a problem. So now that we address it, it's a problem. There's no energy and solution and in, in yes. dwelling in it. Like, let's come up with the solution and work mm-hmm. towards that. Because like I said, if I know if I'm the owner and I make mistakes daily, I know my team makes mistakes daily. So who am I mm-hmm. to hold myself to a different standard than them or vice mm-hmm. versa, you know? So if I expect mistakes for myself, I expect it from my team and we just fix it. That's Stop it. leading with some serious compassion right there. That is. Yeah, you got to have grace with yourself and people mm-hmm. for sure. Oh. For sure. Gotta for have real. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. So standing <laughs> on the global universe mountaintop, what do yeah. you want? I like that. <laughs> what do you want to tell the world, the universe? Man, I have the whole world's attention. The whole world is standing there listening. <laughs> the whole world is watching. Man, just kind of be okay with not being perfect and, and failing and, and learning from that this has been the work that I've done and I'm so excited to talk about it really the last Mm -hmm. six months, because I think being a business owner, we expect things to always be, you know, profitable and good and, and attractive to our customers. And we don't understand sometimes when we hit roadblocks that the roadblock is not coming because we did something wrong. Like the roadblock could be coming because God is getting ready to place a new opportunity in front of us. And he wants us to learn about ourselves and learn about the people Mm -hmm. around us. And so it's really like what I've been working on, like not sweating when the storms come, like stopping, understanding that it's a lesson, taking the lesson from it, taking the loss from it and like moving forward, like, you know, wiser and smarter and, and more enlightened about it. So that's it. Like, don't be fragile. <laughs> yes. Don't be fragile. Don't think that storms are not going to come. They're going to come. It's going to rock your world. But you just got to keep moving through it and learn from it and on to the next. Oh, I love that. It reminds me of that quote where it says like, about like complaining about the rain or like dancing in the rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. you dance you dance in circles around you doing a rain dance. He is <laughs> dancing circles in the rain. <laughs> oh, I I love this. I'm so glad we got a chance to talk to you. Is there any business that we didn't touch on tonight? Uh, man, no, we talked about my barn lounges in Inglewood and yeah. 
Champ City and getting ready to open up a new location soon, like in the next 60 days. So I'm excited what? to get ready to announce that. And <laughs> this is beautiful. Yeah, it's the Girl Cave LA and Hyper. And yeah, I'm oh, this is something exciting. It actually just got announced on the own network a few weeks ago. I'm going on a beauty boss tour. Yeah. So seven different cities across the country. And we're going to be reaching out to women in the beauty industry, in the beauty supply industry, and showing them how to get started. And if you're already in the business, how to make yourself more profitable and marketable. I love that. So, yeah, I'm going on tour with my friend Destiny, who's on Love and Marriage Huntsville on the OWN Network. <laughs> and so you'll see us putting together our tour really soon on the OWN Network. It's going to be fun. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. And we will definitely support. We Thank you. This has been like just such, I'm so hyped up. I, I said, oh, I'm going to relax when this is over. And like, no, I'm hyped. So, you know, mm -mm. I'm up I need to go write some new goals, <laughs> go write some new missions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, we're, That's right. this has just been beautiful. And I, I truly believe our audience, you who are listening, you know, happiness over everything is a lifestyle that we talk about. And Leah, you coming on and We've covered the will of life in our season two. That's where we are. So we're looking at different slices of life, whether it's career, business, finances. And so in this area of career, we just talked about our last episode. We were talking about, you know, the setbacks and leveling up and how do you delegate? And it feels like you just came in and just covered all of these things that are going to add so much value to the people who are listening. And we thank you so much for that. So I hope y'all was taking notes. <laughs> and if I you would. didn't, just re-listen to it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I was taking notes. I uh, know, slow it down, listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rewind. So we thank you for being on this episode. If anything comes up, you just let us know. We're going to make sure that we share all of your information in our show notes so you guys can reach out to Leah and support her businesses. And we love you. And we thank you for being a part of our whole nation. Man, I love you more for including me. <laughs> and um, I'm really excited to have this conversation. It was fun. Yes. And we'll keep you posted on when everything's going to air. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. You have a good night. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. Have a good night. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye. This week's Holisticism is... Imperfections are in my playbook. I love the way that sounds. Girl. I'm carrying that with me from here on Me out. too. You know, I released myself from perfectionism. Yes, I it's release. It's unattainable. We release it. And I'm doing damn good anyway, so. Show enough, honey, <laughs> right? Right. right we good in our in, in all our imperfections yes oh child all right our audience question for the week y'all what career moves have you been hesitant to make we want to hear from you go to our ig answer that question drop it in the comments because there's someone out there just trust me you're not alone so mm -hmm. what career moves have you been hesitant to make Go over there and cheer your fellow Ho Nation sisters on. And we look forward to having you here again next week. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>
Hey, boo, hey, Natasha McRae here. I want to personally invite you to join the whole nation where the conversation continues. Go to myholisticlife.com where you can take the how ho fabulous are you quiz, share your thoughts and ask questions and join in on the fun with our polls and challenges. Be a part of a community ready to enjoy a life of happiness, satisfaction and serenity. Join us at myholisticlife.com.